Now the shotgun start in golf is full of mathematics. Um, there's a lot of a lot of setup work that we have to do in order to make a tournament work. So I'm going to demonstrate to you just exactly how we do a shotgun start here. And here we go. All right, all right, all right. Gentlemen, start your Greetings and welcome to a Wednesday edition of the Shotgun Start. It is May 10th. Andy, how we doing? Brendan, I'm doing great. You know, uh, Good. The, the Chicago one, I'm not really a big Hawks fan, Blackhawks fan. Oh, but they got yeah. that. Uh, they won the they won the NHL lottery. It was uh, what a nice surprise. Uh, to be completely honest, I, I kind of uh, I kind of loathe a lot of Blackhawk fans. Uh, well, just. <laughs> bandwagoners to the to the nth degree they uh Got it in and out well the city you know I, I i grew up i played hockey growing up i was a hockey fan growing up there was no blackhawk fans and obviously <laughs> the owner made it impossible then all of a sudden we got patrick kane and jonathan taves and the entire city became hockey fans and acted oh, like yeah. they were hockey fans for their entire lives and it was just it was total bullshit um, <laughs> You've so got anyways, some uh, resentment you know, about this. No, I don't. I don't. I don't have resentment. It was just. It's just. You know. It's. You look upon it. You know. From a. From a. From a sense of being a, uh, a <laughs> hockey fan for a while, and uh, and you you see you see the bandwagon aspect that sometimes you dislike. You know, and yeah, uh, and it yep. was uh, you know it was obviously a great era of, of of Blackhawks hockey. It was super fun, the Stanley Cups, and uh, but you know it's been a been a rough couple of years for Blackhawks. So, hockey. would you say the bandwagon got thinned out pretty quickly last last whatever half decade or so? Well. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> now this, that's probably filling up again after the, the last contra- night. The sexual abuse controversy. Oh, uh, yeah, I forgot about all that. Yeah, I'm, I'm not plugged into hockey either. I am a Blackhawks fan just because they were what? No, I mean, loose fan. NHL, I'm dating myself. Sega Genesis, NHL 93, NHL 94. I, I really enjoyed playing with Chris Chelios. Ronick and Chelios. Oh, God. They were, Ronick would score like every time in that game. So I enjoyed the Blackhawks based off that. So. Uh, congrats, I guess. Connor Bedard is, is the individual that's coming your way. Yeah, I, I was watching some stuff on Twitter today of, uh, you know, oh. but it's hard. It's hard to understand, you know, it, look, it yeah. looks, looks kind of yeah. small, but I bet he's really good. He, he looks kind of reminds me of a cross between Patrick Kane and uh, and uh, like Ricky uh, Fowler or something. Yeah, like that. exactly. Ricky Fowler. <laughs> but uh but yeah, it's uh you know Chicago wins even though you know a lot of people would contend they don't deserve they didn't deserve the draft pick they should have had a strip because of uh, covering up the the uh, the stuff well, that went on abuse. yeah so well, that would be yeah that would sort of be karmic but I wonder is this good karma for the honorable move from one Illinois golfer did you see this Tommy Cool oh uh, yeah Kuhl? Tommy Cool Tommy Cool Cool. What a what a name! Not spelled C O O L, but he might as well be Tommy Cool. Monday Q reporting on this. Subscribe to his stuff, Ryan. Monday qualifier, you know who he is, where he is. Um, Illinois local qualifying for the U.S. Open sets the course record. I think it was a sixty-two. 
DQs himself after while he's walking around with teammates talking about how hard it was. Uh, a teammate notes how hard it was to putt on the aerated greens. And he realizes he'd been fixing the aeration marks all afternoon. And that's the rule, you know, hasn't been updated to allow you to do that. And he DQs himself. Honorable move. I don't know, you know, if he could have gotten away with it or not. If some people who did end up qualifying likely could have gotten away with it. Who knows? I guess my larger question is, how is there a qualifier on an aerated course? Oh, come on. Come on. I'm it's, not saying it's an it's Illinois mid, problem. It's the Midwest. It's, it's, it's I know, the way, this like, is spring golf in the Midwest. Like the weather. I would find if, a qualifier. That's just find a spot. They have it here every not year. A, they have it here every year. It's at Illini Country Club, you know? Can, can they wait an extra day to aerate? It, it wasn't. It's not like it was aerated yesterday. Okay. I don't know. I didn't have the specifics. I'm wondering. It seems it's, ridiculous. It's just, I. this would, this has to be. I'm just going to put put this out there. If you're trying to qualify for the U.S. Open, expect some. Don't don't go to Illini Country Club because you got to play against the entire Illinois team. Seriously, I was wondering, like, what a what a just kind of stacked for those guys a little bit in their like favor. The re the guy that got in because of uh, um. Because uh, of the pool. DQ, yeah. Like yeah. I mean, he would have been in a playoff, but is Adrian Dumont Deschart, yep. who's yep. like top five in the PGA Tour? You, it's like, you know, don't. Go I was there. wondering that because that's who he was out following when he realized the mistake of you know. So a teammate comment, I was like, man, this seems like a tough local to get out of if you're just you go against all these highly elite elite. Uh, amateur players on their I, more or less home course. I also got to give some props to my buddy Derek Minert, who uh, who's like forty year old guy who got out, who shot five Good. under. So that was that's like a, one of the more impressive things is him just just cruising out of there. Um, but um, yeah, Congrats I mean, to Tommy Cool, this Belgian is the, honorable. Uh, this is uh, this is great um, by Tommy Cool. Um, he, uh, he's obviously a very outstanding player. I, I think a lot of people, um, have been wondering like how Illinois is a top f- five program in the country this year. And really since first time since the Hardy and, um, Dylan Meyer, Meyer. years, yep. they have two outstanding players. They have two of the top 10 players in the country and, and the one that has become that in the last year is Tommy cool. He went from like being a very good player to a very great player. Um, and, uh, so yeah, I think he, I think he got, uh, named to the Palmer cup too. So like very, very outstanding college golfer and uh really good kid. So, um, are they number one in the country right now? Is that uh, they're top three close? Okay. Um, so there is, as we go to, um, (laughs) This regionals. Goes, yeah, regionals and uh, everything. They're definitely a team to watch, and we're getting to college golf season. With uh, It'll be on Golf Channel. So hopefully this is the year. They've been knocking on the door for like the last like basically 12 years. Um, and uh, lots of really yeah. great teams. And obviously, you know, I always think about how they got completely jobbed out of, uh, out of one by having to play Oregon at their home course, which total bullshit. Um, and the NCAA continues to allow, uh, you know, you got ASU. I guess it'll be remedied. They've changed it a little bit. Next right? year. Greyhawk? Uh, yeah. Well, well Greyhawks, to... Greyhawks ASU's home course. Right. They won last Where'd... year. 
They're going to Carlsbad. What's the name of the course? La Costa. Uh, Contra, is that- Contra, uh, La Costa. So La Costa. that that should help a ton. Um, yeah. I know it's being renovated right now, but um, yeah, yeah, it's uh, this uh, Tommy Cool, great kid. This is your Illinois golf minute. They should be, uh, you know, they had uh, they had basically um, three guys get out, but they had Luke Guthrie back. You oh, know, back Luke Guthrie home. got out. So yeah. I mean, if I ever played golf in Illinois, I would probably, if I wanted to qualify and I was no longer on tour or, or you know, didn't have status in the U.S. Open, I, that may be a place I would go. Um, all right, let's get to our schedule for the week. On the PGA Tour, we have the KH Lee Invitational. That is at uh, TPC Craig Ranch, also known as the AT&T Byron Nelson. Uh, I got some... K- KH hey, Lee fact. Real quick, Tommy Cool. Do you think the USGA should give Tommy Cool an exemption to s- s- sectionals? Who would be what more if, merited, what if they him gave or him Delore? More? <laughs> I was going to say they gave an exemption. Delore would just lose his mind. That would be that would be cause for twenty five more tweets from Phil Mickelson. I I'm don't think they to, could do I'm it. saying exemption to to second qual final qualifying, not into the tournament. Oh, sectional. Okay. Um, Sure, you can give them a spot in sectionals. I'm sure some guy would be mad about it someplace, but fine, you can do that. Seems like he' pretty good golfer, probably worthy of it. Um, all right, the KH Lee Invitational. Did you know this is from Rob Bolton's Power Rankings, Ooh. friend of the program, one Bolton of our, you know. yeah, Ronnie Bolton. Uh, KH Lee is seeking to become the first player since Leonard Gallet. In 1929 and 1933, Wisconsin PGA, 1934, Wisconsin Section Championship. So we're talking about some throwback events here. To record his first three, and I think it's preposterous that the 1934 Wisconsin Section Championship is considered this, to record his first three all-caps tour titles in the same tournament. So we're suggesting not only could he go back to back to back, but to have his first three all happen in the same place would be the first since Leonard Gallette, which is this counts apparently as all caps PGA tour wins the 29 and 33 Wisconsin PGA and 34 Wisconsin section championship. Oh, come on. That's a PGA tour win. <laughs> what? So this would be the, what? I love the record keeping here that this is available it? to Rob Bolton. How is that a PGA key. tour win? I don't know. The 34 Wisconsin section championship. Leonard Gallette, last guy to do all first three tour wins on the same event. So uh, that's what K- on the line for KH Lee at the uh, Byron Nelson. Now, just wait. Just wait till like the Illinois PGA is uh, is considered yeah. a PGA tour event. Mike Small will join that list. More from Mr. Bolton. Oh, you should know. And Mr. Bolton's uh, uh, write up on his power rankings. I was just checking. There's a little clause at the beginning of one, one paragraph. Said, this week's weather forecast is ominous, comma. Oh, no shit. It's the Byron Nelson, mid-May, North Texas. This week's weather forecast is ominous. What a surprise. Uh, it's going to be at Slop Fest at the, at the Byron Nelson. Um, now, Andy, I know you're, you're very you know, familiar with architecture, golf course architecture. You've got certain trends certain schools of thought, the Philly school, you've got template holes, you've got all these things. Are you familiar with the TPC Summerlin model when it comes to golf course architecture and, and various templates? No. 
No, I'm not. Is that you're is not that up something? on the TPC Summerlin model? <laughs> Did they? Uh, would it be uh, houses everywhere <laughs> and uh, bunker right, bunker left? Well, some, no, uh, some uh, overseed. I think they overseed there. In this case, <laughs> it, uh, TPC Craig Ranch has followed the Summerlin model. No. <laughs> And all it is, it's basically changing a par five to a par four so that your total scores don't look as uh, gargantuan. Oh, they changed it this year? It's a model. Yes. So oh, oh Holden, God. This is, Holden uh... characterizes this as KH Lee proofing. So we have Tiger proofing. Now we have Husky Boy proofing at TPC Craig Ranch. <laughs> Quote, after it debuted with a scoring average of 69.574 and 21, the par 72 surrendered to 69.2 last year. Lee posted 25 under in 2021, 26 under last year. Those clips slot TPC Craig Ranch is the easiest par 72 in a full field tournament contested on a singular course since TPC Summerlin checked up at 69.07 for the Shriners in 09. The following year, TPC Summerlin was reduced to a par 71. These are the little architecture tricks, you know, the little scorecard tricks. So it's amazing. Well, this, this one could say this was done because Tron Carter's uh, abuse. Oh, yeah, the disgrace. <laughs> yeah. DPC Craig Ranch is following the Summerlin model. Formerly stocked, stocked with poor, four par fives. Craig Ranch is a par, now par 71. 12th hole has been redesignated as a par four, tipping at 493. The reduction of 54 yards from when it played as a par five reflects the entirety of the drop to 7,400 yards overall. So that's your TPC Summerlin model, as it was quoted in here. It's just a, not not anything going on with the golf course. It's just sort of uh, redesignating the scorecard. And maybe, maybe, what will the winning score go from? Is 25? Is 26? What are we going down to? 23? Well, I mean, you could just subtract uh, four. So. Yeah. I said 23, 22. Who knows what happens with that? So that, likely, that's where they are. Likely just subtract. Just four. four. I didn't. I, you know, maybe there's some guy goes nuts and he still gets the 23, 24. Well, I don't understand so. why they didn't just go to 70. Right. <laughs> if they really wanted to do something impactful. Remove, like, yeah. It's, you know, if, they, if, if a fan sees the score at minus 23 as opposed I was to 26, that. does yes. it really change their yes. perspective? I was wondering about that. Or they're just like well, really hung up on 69 point whatever as the scoring average and I, all this. Stuff. I would but. say the thing that's happened is that uh, they wouldn't be able to follow the TPC Summerlin model. Then. Right. So, right. There wouldn't be be so they'd have to, point create point. A, gotta- they have to create a new model. And that's the, the issue here. The modelers at the PGA Tour obviously get a lot of run. Maybe this is their latest concoction. You know, the same people that are are, are saying, hey, we don't need mandatory uh, attendance and we don't need cuts on the PGA Tour and we'll get this churn rate. Um, you know, the same people that are gonna, that, that also said the net championship is a good idea are saying the TPC Summerlin model is is the future for the PGA Tour. Who's the who's going to be the next TPC Summerlin model? That's what I'm wondering. Where where do we go with that? It's <laughs> got to be a singular course that just gets lit up every like is it I think I, it I'm could just... be Kapalua. Oh, well. 
that would be really defacing sort of a turn of course that has a kind of identity they already on defaced it they already had to soften the greens for for pga tour golf for that tournament Slope, one yeah <laughs> one week a year they had to deface you know the the first uh real the landmark core and crenshaw design the the design before sand hills that really launched the the you know one of the greatest uh you know architecture duos in the history of golf they they had him come back and soften the greens. And if they didn't I, come back and do it, somebody else was going to do it. Steve Wensloff. The, could be. Could be. What par is TPC Sod Farm? Is I, that a seven, already down to a 70? A oh, there we go. That's prime for the Summerlin model. That's, I think that's Rocket Mortgage one. would be another one. Maybe they changed one of the holes in the, the 313 challenge. <laughs> make well, it, then they would have to get feel, rid of it. Make it feel more attainable. Oh, that's that's good. That's good. Um, all right. So the underwriters, is, the that might cost more in their insurance yeah. policy. It might be more than a hundred bucks. Might share. add fifteen dollars on the policy. Um, all right. Uh, not I don't know. Point. That insurance policy could just go through the moon if it became birdie. Um, birdie you hole got an one. Ace. You gotta get a three one three somewhere in there. <laughs> I'm just you still saying, gotta get an ace. The ace isn't going anywhere. I wonder how complex the computation of the uh, of the eagle is. You know, I bet that. Yeah. Po- Do you think the policy has gone down year after year as as the underwriters have it realized should. how preposterous it is? And are they building in protection? Like for that part three, it has to be set up at no, no shorter than 150 yards. Like, what are the sort of the the clauses in that policy about? They can't make it like a 75 yard part three to get their three one three. So yeah, we'll talk about that. Rocket mortgage. Do you week. think now if, if the three one three challenge is attained, will will the podcast reach higher heights than when when Fan Vote Friday was was victorious at the players? I mean, I think I might be canceled, given that like I was I've screamed about this for five years. Yeah, I don't know if we'll get higher heights or we'll get put put in the bottom of the earth. I don't know. Uh, so, so, I, they, so do you watch some people the three, at the tour would do, do a victory lap on? Do you me. watch the three one three challenge, the the rocket mortgage, in fear of the three one three challenge yes, being yes completed? I took a stance, and now I could get freezing cold take if anyone ever does it. I mean, I, I've got several explanations. Anyways, the field for this event is not particularly strong. You've got PGA section champion, though, bo- boosting some of the, uh, the the field strength here with J.J. Killeen. He's the PGA section champion that's in, oh, the, in the field this week. He's, um, uh, he's uh, adding to his, uh, his list of PGA member accomplishments. The Omar Urusty path is is cleared, ready for takeoff for the uh, uh, for the they, West they, Texas d- driving pro. They did give some uh, good exemptions. You got the the Cootie brothers are in there. Uh, I just wanted to do a little bit of a quick game here. So I did inside the field PGA Tour t- tournament winner, two year exemption, and I'm going to list oh, the name God. off, and you got to at least just give me a neighborhood guess. Two-year exemption of what this person could have won. I couldn't find some of these. Um, I'll go right down the list. Ryan Brem. I uh, think he won. Uh, he won Dominican Republic, right? Or no, Puerto, Puerto Rico. Rico. The yeah. same deal. Okay. They, I, those, I mean, I've said those neighborhood. Are, those are the same. Those are the same event in my mind. <laughs> you don't even need to give me a year. You just I because I couldn't. I want to be point blank. I could. Puerto Rico Open that was in 2022 uh, or 21, I should say. Cameron Champ. 
He wins like once every two years at this point. He uh, yeah, what but- was his last win? He did. It wasn't Sea Island. That was one of his wins. This one had to be. God, you know, I got another report. I had gotten this report right when he came out that he just hates practicing. That he just sure. And recently, I was uh, I was on a call with a. I would dub him as a PGA Tour insider. And he was like, God, Cameron Champ just just doesn't like golf. Yeah, incredibly talented. Potentially, he's completely content with just winning every once in a while when everything clicks because he can just overwhelm a course with power. I don't, know. I don't know. I don't know. 3M Open. 3M. Summer oh, Sod Farm. Uh, yeah, 3M <laughs> Open, summer of, I want to say, 21. God, that was tough. Yeah. Uh, Tyler Duncan. I should know this. This is uh, this had to be a fall event, or did he win in Reno? Like that? that no, he did. Chess won last year in Reno. Um, God, he won the so RSM hard. Classic. RSM so Classic in twenty, I believe, the fall of twenty nineteen. No, the RSM Classic is what I see. Yes, so we're going back away. How does that two years? Oh, there's more. I can't even find some of these. I didn't pull up like the 2018 schedule. This I can't feels find like this feels these. like the eligibility thing with COVID. Right. Well, COVID probably played a part. Yeah, you won November 24th, 2019. This That's feels Tyler like guys getting seventh year eligibility in the NCAAs because of some COVID year. You know, they can <laughs> take the best. This two year exemption never ends. Well, um, then the thing about it is the two-year exemption ends, and now with how weak these they, fields yeah, are, yeah, it's the yeah. past winner's exemption. It like that's yeah. how all these guys are getting into these events. It's like, oh, now now he gets past winner's exemption. Lucas Glover. Oh, he won. Um, I. This is the problem with the PGA Tour. You don't remember any <laughs> of the events. <laughs> they all blend together. They're all the same. John Deere, 2021. John Deere, two years God, ago. God, this is awful. Stuart Sink. Oh, he won back-to-back. He won the RBC, and he won... Uh, what was the other one? I don't he know won. about back-to-back. Maybe contended. Yeah, Heritage, well, 2021, Heritage, yeah. two years ago. So. Yeah. Uh, but I honestly I'm can't. just happy I got, got that one. He won Lanto. two events. And- Lanto Griffin as a two-year win. Yes, October 13, 2019. <laughs> it is May 10, 2023. That is so long ago. I just Jim am Herman. so happy I've gotten a couple. He won Wyndham when yeah, Adam Wyndham. Scott blundered, just three-putted from four feet or something. <laughs> but again, this was, I mean, yeah, August of 2020, Jim Herman. Um, Martin Laird. We'll do just a the couple desert, more. The Desert Fox, your guy. <laughs> I have no clue. The no, desert fox. no clue. We'll pick a desert for God's sakes. I'm giving it to you. Vegas. The he had model. Vegas. Yes, the TBC Summerlin <laughs> model. Martin Laird took advantage. That was in 2020, October guy, 2020. Guy, guy thrives on Rye Overseed. Again, this is a two-year exemption. Andrew Landry. Didn't he win San Antonio in 2019? He won 2020, the American Express. Yeah, 2018, San Antonio. Uh, I could not recall that at all. <laughs> um, 
Matt <laughs> Kuchar has a, is playing under the two year exemption. What? I'm sure he's exempt he's in a gonna, million different. But I don't know when into he won the, He's going to go into the career money list uh, category here soon. Well, oh, he's, he he's actually Sony. played well. He's played well this year. He won Sony Open. Tw- yeah, he should be on this field. But the, using this exemption, he won the Sony Open January of 2019. <laughs> How is that still eligible? It's 2023. January 13, 2019. Four, four years ago. Four, over four years ago. Unless they're counting maybe the QBE shootout. That's, no, I'm kidding. I, I don't know. So anyways, I just started half down the, the list. Half the guys on a two-year exemption are four years into a two-year exemption. How about this one? Last one. Last one. I got to look it up. I don't. I, I, I pulled up the schedule and the winners for like the last four years. And I couldn't find some of these guys. I'm like, where? Control F. Um, Richie Wierenski playing on a two-year exemption. Oh, my God. <laughs> Honestly... <laughs> Did the you know only, he won a PGA Tour event? I do. I do know he won. Okay. But what pops into my mind first and foremost is the Blue Lives Matter bracelet <laughs> from like a few years ago when that controversy broke out. I have no clue. Uh, the Barracuda Championship in August of 2020. I mean, I love the Pacific Northwest. I might live in it. I love Reno, but like if I asked you, didn't Chris Stroud win it a couple years ago? Uh, like if we ran down right. the winners, it was like Ches Reeve. I could probably. Give I have you that no, I, I know Colin Morikawa won it. Ches Reeve, Eric Van Royen, Richie Wierenski, Colin Morikawa in 2019. Andrew after Putnam. that, after that, it's completely, completely no clue. We go Putnam, Shroud, Chalmers, <laughs> J.J. Henry. <laughs> Those squad. Uh, and yeah. That's the history of the event. Yeah. All right. That does it. That's our little, you know, two-year exemption guessing game. What did these guys win within the last I two to five, J. J. six years? I can't believe J.J. Henry is it on the career, uh, the two-year exemption somehow still. Uh, we're going to do one of dumb picks, but after we do this ad read for our friends at Fat Cork. It's getting close to Mother's Day. Getting quite close. We've been given a proof of a printout you can do. In case shipping, use promo code GOLF. You get free shipping for that bottle of champagne, your Mother's Day bundle. In case it may not arrive in time. I've generally found uh, the shipping to be quite quite swift. It gets to you quickly. That's the whole thing with this customer service. Quite honestly. Top-notch customer service. And, you know, people say that, but, like, we're getting... Somebody sent us an email. A first-hand, like, holy shit, like, this was an incredible experience. And this was not from the guys who run the business. Somebody went and ordered it, and I I don't have it in front of me. It was, like, we're getting actual listener feedback. People pretty happy with the customer service. A notable golf course architect signed up, according to uh, uh, the owners. So we're getting more and more people signed up. Trying to celebrate Mother's Day. Um, if you need to pay uh, for expedited shipping, we will honor our gift of free regular shipping for them on any future order this year. So if the promo code GOLF, you really, really don't want to do the printout option, which they've created a little printout. Lucky you, you got champagne coming, the, the Brendan printout. Um, if you don't want to do that, you really want to pay for expedited shipping. They said they'll e- they'll give you free shipping on a second order. 
uh, they'll honor that code down the line if you've got to bump it up so you get it here for Sunday. So go to fatcork.com, check out the Mother's Day bundle. You could join the club. Again, These, if there's an issue... Uh, they will jump on it. I haven't heard of many issues at all. This is These are people like real live individuals, friends of the program, supporters of the program that will uh, kind of handle any Mother's Day gifting you might need. Or if you want to sign up for the club so you're stocked with champagne, now's the time. Go to fatcork.com. Use promo code GOLF for free shipping. Um, uh, yeah, so thanks to them for their continued support. All right, let's do one and done picks for... Uh, the AT&T Byron Nelson slash Husky Boy Invitational. I I I feel. I, I mean, feel can bad. we do anything? I'm I'm taking the Husky Boy. I'm jumping on the train. Ah. I feel like I'm I feel like I'm chasing something. I don't like the position I'm in here chasing. Um, but I'm I'm gonna jump on the Husky Boy. Uh, here and I think you know hopefully hopefully I'm rewarded. You know, obviously like you know. Talk about getting top end talent at uh, at a very discounted price in terms of who's in the in the field. Scotty Scheffler, if you're 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 looking right. for a one and done, like if you don't want to take him in a major where you got all the best players in the world, this is probably a place that you could steal steal a win, depending on how your format is. Um, but I'm taking Husky Boy. He's coming in off a of top ten. And I, I want to take him, uh, but you've taken him. So why don't I'm gonna you go, take him? Eh, whatever. I'll, I'll save him. I'm going to go cheapskate Matt Kuchar. I was we'll go looking with at that one too. Yeah, I think he's a good play. Jason, he's obviously played Jason really well Day is an interesting one just sure. based off of like he's playing at a top 15 player in the world um, clip and he's there. I don't know. Yep. It's, yep. Uh, it's, it's a rough, rough field. Husky Boy and Kuchar are your picks for this week. Uh, continuing on with our... Do you have anything else? Do we need to talk about the Nelson at all anymore? We've had a little fun with it with our game. All right, continuing on with our schedule for the week. LPGA Tour with the Cognizant Founders Cup. Uh, that is in Upper Montclair, New Jersey, at the uh, Upper Montclair Country Club, notable, uh, appropriately named. Defending champion is Minji Lee. Notables are Heejin Choi, Hannah Green, Jin Young Ko, Lydia Ko, Nelly Korda, Je- Jennifer Cup Show, Minji Lee, Ataya Titikul, Lexi Thompson, and Lilia Vu. That is on uh, Golf Channel in the mornings, 10.30 to 1 Eastern, I should say. Um, and then 5 to 7 finishing on Saturday and Sunday. So on Golf Channel, they'll be on 5 to 7. That's your LPGA tour. Every, every, week, a, every week on the LPGA is an <laughs> L- a designated event. I realize not everyone played that event last week. It was a small field with the teams. But like going from San Fran to New Jersey isn't like the most benign little swing but i'll tell you what probably, west coast to east coast is brutal going from, yeah. it is uh yep. it is yep. it sucks i'm about to about to embark on a little it's a central time trip and uh not looking yeah. forward to the mornings on the dp world tour with the sudal open at rink rinkvin international golf club Antwerp, Belgium should give Tommy cool an exemption if they were doing it, you know, um, but he's probably busy playing some NCAA stuff. That is the DP world tour. Sudal open at Rinkvin international. Should they just give the entire Illinois team an exemption. You know where Tommy cool's from? Where? Morton, Illinois. I was going to say like, do you know, do you know what Morton, Illinois is known for? What? It's the pumpkin capital of the world. What does that mean? 
it, it, they, they grow, just grow they a bunch ton, of pumpkins. Tons of pumpkins. Really? Yeah. Morton, Illinois. Uh, they should just give the Illinois team an entire uh, exemption. But it's uh, eighty-five percent of the world's canned pumpkin. Canned pumpkin is packed in the in the plant there. Hmm, pumpkin capital of the world. How about that? Do they have any Belgians on the team? Do Sharks? Yeah, do Chassard, yeah. Right? They have okay. two. They have two. Okay. Um, the okay. other one is uh, Matthias uh, Bassard. They have at least two. They might have a third that doesn't play, but they have two Belgians. They just uh, continue to reload. They basically they've had right. basically a Belgian in the starting lineup, uh, going back to Peters in twenty. You know, I think he was playing even into like twenty ten. So basically, for huh. I think for thirteen straight years, they've had a they've had a, uh, a Belgian playing Crazy. in their starting lineup. Uh, defending champ of that Sudal Open is uh, Horsefield, Sam Horsefield. Uh, notables, Jorge Campillo, Cole Sertz, Thomas Dietrich, Daniel Gavins, Adrian Otagwe, the Vol Man, Yannick Paul. Uh, Ryder Cupper. Cup. <laughs> <laughs> Waiting for you to say Marcel Seam. The best I saw Nosferatu posted a thing about the Ryder Cup qualifiers. Like, yeah. And uh, it's like not even, it's, it's, uh, he was, um, Yannick Paul, who's ranked 104 in the world, is the third qualifier. It goes John Rahm, right, Rory right. McIlroy, Yannick Paul. Right. It's insane. Yeah. It's absolutely it's the Euro insane. points list, right? That's yeah. the Euro points list. Yeah. It's like I don't yeah. know. It's like the yeah. It's the European t- uh, points list. So it's like I guess the, I just. The way he breaks want, it down is it's the first three effectively qualified. Yeah. Interesting little gap there from Rom Roy, Yannick Paul. On the um, world points, he's 16th. Which I wonder what Roy and Rom, where they cleaned up on the Euro. WGCs I guess some of the, or I don't know. WG, some of the Middle East events, I guess. Kind yeah, of Rory won the Dubai. Yeah. Um all right, so uh, then we have a major week. Continue with our schedule for the major championship week. Regents tradition. Hey, Greystone can I ask golf. you a real, que- a real question? Sure. It's your just podcast. Th- just thought about this. Yeah, how real the, it is, but go ahead. With a WGC comment. How are elevated events different than WGCs at oh, this point? Oh, come on. Are you really opening that can no of cut, No cut and no, no guaranteed attendance. What, what's the difference now? We've talked about this. We talked about this when it was first announced. But I think it's becoming history, more... identity, established events. Uh, like Riviera is still Riviera. Phoenix is still Phoenix. Is it still Riviera is still a Heritage. I, I think it's still Riviera. Is okay. it lessened? Yes, I agree. There should be a cut. This has been my whole point. Uh, I think like, yes, uh, it's still Riviera. So I think in that case, it's not a WGC Firestone or WGC bouncing around the world, this, that, or the other. So, um, all right. All right. Just wanted to re, I just wanted to ask the uh, question. That, uh, Regents tradition. That's Greystone. That's a major oh, championship. It's a major. We got a major. Oh, country club. I know. First of five majors on the PGA Tour Championships. Commences at, commences at Greystone Golf and Country Club. Defending champ is Steve Stricker. The purse is 2.5 million. Notables in the field. Steven Alker, Darren Clark, Ernie Els, Jim Furyk, Miguel Angel Jimenez, Justin Leonard, VJ, Strix, 
David Toms and Mike Weir. That is on Golf Channel three to five on the weekend. They, it's four rounds. They make them play seventy two holes for this uh, major ish event. So uh, one to four on Thursday and Friday. So that's your uh, Greystone uh, Championship uh, preview. Uh, elsewhere, we have the on colleges. We have the PJ Works Collegiate Championships at Sh- at Shoal Creek in Bent Brook, Birmingham. Big week for Birmingham between. Uh, the PGA Works, they got three things going on. Shoal Creek and Bent Brook hosting the PGA Works on Golf Channel and then the Champions event at uh, Greystone. That's uh, Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, 4.30 to 7.30 on Golf Channel. I should note, we also have the women's uh, regionals that are ending, I think, Wednesday. Yeah, with that's six the sites, event of the week. Five, top five teams from each site advanced from six sites. Then NCAA Championship. Someone sent us notables. And, you know, it's it's the usual. Rose Jane. Annabelle Pancake got a na- na- shout out. Um, Bentley Cotton. Edit Hertzman. This is maybe my favorite name in golf. Sandwich. <laughs> no. Sandwich to Sutham. Playing at NCAA Women's Regionals. So Pretty shout amazing. out to Sandwich to Sutham. Uh, and there's there's Annabelle Fuller, Maisie Filler, a bunch bunch of good notables we got for women's regionals keep an eye on that that ends wednesday pretty, uh, that i think is your schedule for the week go ahead Bring pretty crazy in. some you know down in palm beach uh right now you got the the 10th and the third ranked schools on the bubble basically and uh what what schools are those texas and lsu lsu right now is out kind of wild wow number three team well, in the country I mean, it sort of gets to your point about Illinois being so good for so long with not a championship to show for it. It's pretty fickle sport, even more so than like a, I would say, a one of one of 64 NCAA tournament, much more. Play five, uh, count four is just brutal. Like everybody's got, you have to have depth. It's crazy, you know? Like it yeah. is not like a, a star-driven format. It is a... How, how do you have four really good players? Five, you have to have really five good players because <clears throat> golf's crazy. Yeah. I mean, you talk about it, it's like you're basically two players having a quad in a day. You're you're going to be kind of ruined, right? Right, right, right. Uh, that is your schedule for the week. News. Um, I don't know. We we haven't hit on this. Jordan Spieth WDs from the oh, Byron yeah. Nelson has a wrist issue. Uh, severe pain in his wrist over the Doesn't weekend. Sound good. I know, not great. I, I don't know what else to say. It's a big hit for the AT and T event. Is it end? Obviously, the Dallas Fort Worth area native. Uh, he seemed agonized to have to miss it in his statement. You know, you know, Byron Nelson. This is his hometown event where he first really burst popped on the PGA Tour scene, at least. Uh, I guess the larger question, no disrespect to AT&T, no disrespect to DFW, no disrespect to Byron Nelson. The larger question is, will he be ready for the PGA Championship at Oak Hill? And that seems uh, highly uh, debatable, quite honestly, or questionable, given uh, a wrist issue with, with the severe pain. I don't know if Oak Hill was necessarily the best chance for him to complete the career slam when it comes to a PGA. Would you agree with that? seems like it's not especially friendly to Spieth's chances to, to complete the slam. Yeah, I don't yes think this no. is really his spot. Maybe Valhalla will be better for him next year. Yeah, yeah. So I don't, uh, I don't, you know, 
That's it's too bad. It's too bad, especially. I mean, I mean, uh, he's been playing really great golf, and you hate to see setbacks when when somebody's kind of coming into form. I think LACC is a great place for him. So yeah, yeah, you know that would that could be a um, <laughs> kind of rest up for that. Yeah, yeah, LACC could really really be a good spot for him, and uh, and then uh, obviously, obviously Liverpool open, always. Yeah. Always gonna yep. be a good spot for him. I was so. thinking he hasn't really had a lot of injury issues, as far as I can recall. So some of these younger guys, you know, JT, they kind of have to battle through some stuff. But I, I can't recall him really having much. And, and wrist is. It was good those. to see JT play halfway decent last week. He had, it was basically you know nine holes yeah. away from a good finish. Um, made a made a run there uh, so. at Wells Fargo. Uh, other news. Um, we never really talked about this. Sergio not paying the fine. Yeah, sixteen out of seventeen players uh, who were, you know, fined for going to live or dabbling with live all paid a hundred thousand dollar euro. Uh, Sergio did not. So, uh, even though live, I think had committed to paying it for them, Sergio is not. And Patty, this is just a pattern of twenty five year behavior. Uh, some people have chosen to ignore it when it was convenient. Some people have not. Uh, and you know. This isn't far from his biggest crime or bitch move, you know, uh, weak move since he's he's been on the scene, but it's kind of in line. Um, what else? Live Adelaide. Uh, people shouting about how the damage, the course has been damaged. And I got to I got to call out my brethren here in the media. I just don't think this should have been a story. There's there's people saying live live uh, Adelaide members, the Grange members furious. That uh, the damage caused by the live event, it's of course, is going to be out six months. And what like, happened? it's just there's damage to the course from hosting an event and like the beer being thrown around the watering hole. Apparently, they said the course is going to be out six months to repair. This big story gets aggregated. It's like a nothing burger. It's like one angry member shouting about it. Then, like, at the bottom of these stories, it's like, oh, they pulled the membership. Like, 86% was really happy and wants it back. And, like, one guy's, like, screaming about the damage. Do you think it was the same guy from the club championships video? (laughs) His name's Trevor Craig. We want to put him out there. Trevor's the the disgruntled member. A profit-making circus has come to town, and the people paying the price are the members. So, you know... This is what happens when you host an event. Uh, was it maybe more excessive than normal? Yeah, it's just every course. And that's why you don't see a lot of, you know, private clubs host annual events every year where their course gets beat up. So, um, yeah, it just I thought the headline was a little too bombastic and trying to get their pops off at live uh, when it really the membership seems quite content with having the event uh, elsewhere. PGA Tour U. Uh, oh, yeah, tinkering, this is great tinkering. News. Good stuff. So the winner, the number one player, not only gets an immediate card for the PGA Tour card this year, it's also been extended to next year. So you get kind of a year and a half. Obviously, your collegiate season doesn't finish <laughs> until, you know, June, uh, you know, or, or late May, depending on, you know, how your team does and things like that. Uh, so you get like a half season. And now you get a full season. It looks like Ludwig Aberg will be the likely recipient of that year and a half card. And you're subject to reshuffles and all that. It would be as if you were the Corn Ferry Tour DP World Tour points winner. Kind of same status. It's amazing. It's uh it's well uh well deserved, I think. You know, it's uh reward young guys. I think it it 
you know, it's a big win for, for amateur and collegiate golf. You know, it gives more context to what you're watching, right? And um, allows you to get more kind of ingrained with some of the names because you might see them sooner. Um, so I think uh, Aberg's obviously played really well, and it, it pays off uh, for him. Uh, it's it's going to be nice, like, you know, <laughs> the thing about this is if he didn't get the exemption, he would have maybe gotten on the PGA tour. Like if he goes down to the corn ferry and gets right up at age 25, you know, <laughs> right. Right. He's, he's older. Yeah. So like right. this is, this is really good, you know, in terms of like, this is why it's important. Um, you're rewarding a kid for staying in school, but like, you know, it's, it's nice to get guys up with the young success we've seen at a, at an earlier age rather than like, you know, if, you just think about like if Morikawa didn't win that um, Barracuda, right? Um, mm-hmm. What happens? And in Hovland, obviously, in a similar vein, like you know, he won on the in the Corn Ferry Finals. But like, you know, if if you just have a, a freak wrist injury like Spieth, and and you don't you don't get to play those, like all of a sudden, then it's like okay, I'll be up there in a year and a half, right? And that's yep. kind of crazy. So that's good. And then the, the, you know, the other guys that one through five getting full exempt status on, um, on, uh, on corn ferry and being able to take unlimited exemption is, uh, sponsor exemptions. Yeah. yeah. Is, is, yeah. is really good. So, yeah. So just kind of making more room for the younger players, making it less difficult, less onerous. Seems good. Kind of building up protections to sort of keep those younger players taking away protections from, Charlie Hoffman, though. <laughs> well, you know what? We just did that two-year exemption little game, and and maybe that's for the best. Who knows? Uh, last but not least, a little bit of news I missed last week. We don't need to say much. Peter Uline has dropped out of the lawsuit against the PGA Tour. There were 11 players. Uh, do you know which ones are left? There are two left it's in the DeChambeau lawsuit. It's and um, I don't know who the other I can't remember That's the fitting other. that you wouldn't know because he's the most indistinguishable player, constant subject of, of that sort of uh, crack here on this podcast. Matt Jones. Oh. I got a note that Matt Jones was spotted connecting through Midway Airport this week. And he and, and decked out in live gear and and the the I can't I apologize this is just off the cuff I got a message and he and he goes I can assure you that he is not reaping the you know the I was gonna say if you got that Saudi bag I just don't know that I'd be connecting at Midway anymore Mid- Midway not even O'Hare the that more remarkable probably thing is that Southwest right maybe Delta he could be on Delta. The but, more uh, remarkable thing is that someone recognized him in the airport. <laughs> not that he's connecting. But I guess with all the live stuff on, that would be it. It's always thing. humorous when you see PGA Tour players connecting through airports. Like I saw Camp Champ connecting through O'Hare uh, the, a couple years ago. And I just was I was like, ah, oh, connecting saw, through O'Hare. I saw Cam Young at, I think it was Boston. He was sprinting through security with no shoes on and like one shoe half on. Must not have pre-checked then if he's got his shoes sprinting. He's probably flying private now. Yeah. Yeah, probably. How much times have changed for Cam Young in like a year? Uh, Okay. That does it for this Wednesday episode of the Shotgun Start. Thank you for your continued support. We'll be back. Get your fat cork order in now for Mother's Day. Uh, We'll be back on Friday to talk about whatever, golf advice and maybe Husky Boy.